Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome everyone to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Devira Johnson. And you know me as always, I'm excited for my show. So I'm excited for today's show. Today I have a woman who is walking in her God-given purpose. I'm telling you, she's just making a stride. She's making so many impacts. And so she will be sharing some of her journey on how she has emerged from her place of obscurity to dominate the sphere of influences that God would have given to her. And so I want to welcome Prophetess Angel to the show, and indeed it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Hello, woman of God. Hello, everybody. I am certainly honored and uh, appreciative of being a part of what God is doing with you as well. Um, Dr. Zavara, thank you so much for having me on uh, today. And I'm excited for what we'll be getting into. Yes, and thank you so much for, you know, coming on um, to be able just to grace us with your presence today on the platform because I know you have um, some good insight, wisdom, as well as nuggets that you can share with our listening audience tonight. Um, I have a copy of your amazing bio, but before we get started, I just want you to let our listening audience know a little bit of who Prophetess Angel is. (laughs) Wow, so amazing. Man, listen. I am first God's daughter. I believe that with my whole heart simply because um, I love God so much uh, from a tender age. Um, I fell in love with God, and uh, I never, you know, I never diverted from that. And um, I'm also a wife, a business owner. (laughs) Um, I am a young, rising, uh, as Dr. uh, Dr. Tavares, sorry, I mentioned uh, prophetic voice, and um, I am really zealous and passionate about the things of God and also uh, seeing lives set free, uh, seeing people uh, walk in freedom. I'm really big on uh, prophetic purity. Um, I'm really big on walking in purity, not just uh, in the prophetic, but uh, in life. Um, also, I uh, my message comes with the fire of God, so um, it is something that I believe in, where you have the fire of God on the inside of you. I believe that it will spark and, and, and push you to do what God has called you to do. Um, outside of that, I'm also a career woman, so I know we'll be talking a little bit more about that, but in a, in a nutshell, uh, this is who I am, and this is what uh, I live on a daily basis, so... Wow, you said so much just now. I just want to, I definitely want to go back to the walking in purity. Um, And, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you you pretty much, I guess, you know, like from once you came into God, you you stayed, uh, you remained steadfast. Of course, it it wasn't an easy journey. But I just want you to share a little bit of, you know, uh, what it is to walk in purity, um, and how important is it when we talk about walking in purity? Right, right. Um, so um, what for me, um, you know, walking in purity, I believe it is um, a matter of the heart, 
um, and also uh, our, our thought process. Um, you know, the, the heart and the mind, um, they correspond, all right? And I believe those two uh, areas in our lives are, like, literally driving forces to how uh, we behave um, on a daily basis and how we interact with people and how we just basically do life every day. And so um, I recall as, um, you know, as a young, uh, a young girl um, saying that, you know, I would want to, you know, live a life that is not, like, indulging in anything that would cause me to not represent Christ, right? And those things will pretty much not be pure things. And um, I also said, like, I would, not, I would literally want to be the person that will, like, wait on myself, like, not uh, get involved in, like, sexual um, uh, uh sexual impurity, um, acts and things like that prior to marriage. And uh, that in itself, listen, it's, it's no walk in the park, right? It's no walk in the park, but it, it, it was a part of my life. And I've made that decision. Um, I, My husband and I, we got married in 2016, so we're going on almost six years. And we've literally, you know, like waited. My husband waited on me um, prior to that. It has not... Um, it has not been something that I've encountered in, like, you know, like, relationships. Like, they've come and go, but I really stay true to, uh, I believe, who I am um, and who God wanted me to be, even though there are times where we may have um, erred. But literally, um, I've waited until I got married to, like, you know, experience uh, sexual intercourse. So, like, just being transparent and practical. Um, for me, also, that is where uh, the purity walk stems from um, making that conscious decision in that area, and it literally flow over to other aspects of my life. Um, relationships in generally, um, it's something, you know, just not with uh, a male and female, but also, like, you know, with friends and family. Sometimes it can be uh, difficult when we don't have uh, pure motives uh, when dealing with people yeah. and our, you know, our, our behavioral pattern is affected by what has happened in our heart. So um, with the whole uh, aspect of, of, of walking in purity, I firmly believe that our heart has to be right. Our heart has to be in the place of good standing with God, asking God, you know, uh, God, purify me. You know, I, I can err. I can err any time. I can, I can make some mistakes at any time. But really allowing God to uh, search me and to purify me and to cleanse me, uh, not just in the heart but also in the mind. Uh, the mind is also a big driving force to how we do life on a daily basis. And so making sure that those two areas are literally guarded because from your heart springs the issues of life. And so the Bible did mention that we ought to guard our heart. And so we take it up a notch when we also guard our mind. We look at the things that we're, uh, we're seeing. We're allowing our eye gates to be open to, our ear gates to be open to. And uh, if we protect our gates, because those gateways are gates to our heart, uh, then we're on on the path to uh, being able to walk in purity, and uh, not just uh, emotionally, but spiritually. So uh, you know that's uh, my um, my thoughts and also uh, my life. Wow, that is amazing. Um, you know, especially how you shared about the heart and the mind being connected. I think some people don't really realize 
how much uh, the two are connected, you know, and saying that or realizing that, hey, even your thoughts need to be, uh, your thoughts need to be need to be pure. Like, what are you thinking on a daily basis? What are you even say thinking about people? You know, um, right. and then you mentioned about your motives. Your motives need to be pure in your dealings right. with people or individuals because sometimes some people they don't necessarily always have the purest motives. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> glad that you, yeah, you know, I'm glad that you um, mentioned that. And, and I know you also talked about being pure, even like with family, because you know, of course, we are familiar with family. You know, yeah. and so you know, sometimes you know, we always say familiar, familiarity breeds contempt. You know, in terms of how people even yeah. look at persons, um, mm-hmm. whether they respect them or not. And so, mm-hmm. I think that is really a great point that you made as you talk about purity in mind, your heart, as well as being pure um, in your mm-hmm. motives. Because really, once you're pure in your motives, God can always bless you. You know, it's when your motives mm-hmm. aren't pure. You know, even if no one else knows, He knows. <laughs> You know, and so sometimes people have impure motives and they're expecting for God to bless that. But, you know, like uh-huh. you say, God don't bless mass, you know, <laughs> so he's not going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's not going to do it. He's definitely not going to do it. So thank you so much for, um, you know, sharing that. Um, another area I know for you that is um, based on your bio is really, and also what I've seen too, personal development. Um, you know, you believe in developing yourself. You can be the best version, so you're able to pour into others. I want you to share with our listening audience how important is investing in oneself. Because you know, sometimes people say, "Oh, I don't have the money. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have the time." Just share with our listening audience how important it is to one find the time. <laughs> um, and two, even you know, make the investment. I just want you to share our listening audience a bit about that. Um, yes. So, um, <laughs> you know, definitely making the time to uh, to develop yourself or to improve um, on areas that need improvement in your own life is super important because um, if you're not making time to work on you, then what's the point of making time to work on somebody else? You know, mm-hmm. um, it's easy to... Um, kind of see where others are um, maybe going wrong or need some work on them. But um, it's, it's, it's super critical um, to take a step and, and, and look at our own selves, I believe, um, as individuals and see where we need to do the work and um, make the time. Because if you don't make the time, time is not going to make it for you. Um, so um, if it means um, putting something that is not uh, essentially a priority or it's not that important now, um, you know, on hold, go ahead and do it. Um, also knowing your season, uh, knowing the season that you're in is going to help you to be able to carve out time uh, to do what is necessary to improve your own self, um, you know, so that you're you're able to do it for others. I know that is something that um, I'm always doing like I I'm always looking for ways to um to improve on on myself uh, because you know if if you don't it's easy for other people to kind of see um see some flaws about you especially when you are a public figure or you're in you know you're in the public eyes as they would say and um you're trying to help others 
right? It's easy for people to see um, some things about you that may not be um, good if you're going to try to help others in those areas. So those areas where you believe that, you know, you're able to help other people, just kind of make sure that you're carving out time to um, to work on those areas for yourself, like you're literally intact. And that is something that I believe in, um, and that is something that I also um, try to invest in, you know. Um, yeah, so it's, it, it will help me and it will cause me to help others in the long run, yeah. I think that's good that you share it, um, knowing the season that you're in so you can carve out the time. Um, because, of course, you know, if you're in a season where God has you to be developed or, you know, you're working on a new business, new project, whatever it may be, uh, you definitely have to find the time um, as well. But one of the things I like to say, you know, whenever people, it may sound a bit harsh, <laughs> whenever people say that they don't have time, I, I usually like to say people find the time for what's important to them. You know, right. so if your children are important to you, you're going to find the time for them, no matter how busy, you you know, you may be. If your job is, you're going to find the time. Whatever it is that's important to you, um, at that time, or even like you mentioned, even that season, you're going to find the time. So I don't necessarily always buy into the, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Um, you know, now this is just me personally because that's one of my life's yeah. mantra, and I also live by that. You know, and I tell people, I don't tell people that I'm busy. I say, yes, I have a lot of things I'm doing, but I always say, but if it's something that I'm interested in, I'll make the time for it. Like, I don't make excuses yeah. for it, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't, you know, and so, uh, but definitely key to know whatever season um, that you're in, and then you mentioned about flaws, you know, a lot of us are, you know, whether it's leaders, your coach, coaching, mentoring, whatever you may be doing, if you are, it it is kind of difficult to um, truly help people in those areas if you yourself need further development, yeah. or even yeah. if you're not even working on them. Because, you know, we're always constantly learning and growing. We'll never get to a place where yeah. we know everything. Um, <laughs> but at least once you're constantly working on those areas, then it gives you a cup, so to speak, to pour from. Now you have a cup to pour from to be able to help other people. Yeah, and so... Um, I think that's important, and just thank you so much for sharing that. You know, um, you know, guys who are listening and everyone who's listening in tonight. I hope that you are taking your notes, writing down these nuggets, and you know, going to apply them to your life as well. You know, because these are some great nuggets that Prophet Angel is sharing today. Okay. Now, you are a businesswoman, as you mentioned, and so you have your uh, one of your businesses called Shine Beautifully. What was your inspiration for this um, for this business venture? And just tell us a little bit more about it. Sure. Um, when I actually received this um, business name from Holy Spirit, literally, um, I was in a place where I was literally um, recovering some, from some things that had occurred um, in the past, kind of having a broken, broken heart and brokenness, and um, you know, despite all that I was going through, like it was not something that people would have easily seen on the outside because I did not really carry myself that way, mm-hmm. and um, I always tried to maintain 
uh, self-confidence. Um, yes, during that time, I would say before, you know, before I received um, this business name, um, that I wanted a specific individual that was super important to me uh, to approve me, right? You kind of want approval, especially if that person is really important to you. And uh, no matter what or how good I was or be, um, it was like almost as I was not um, based on, you know, how I would uh, be handled. And so um, it was not something that, like I said, it was seen by the way I carry myself, right, to others um, because I, I've tried to kind of cover up. And so um, in spite of that, you know, the revelation of what Shine Beautifully is um, came to me. And um, I said, you know, it is really important for a woman to know who she is and to tell herself that she's beautiful. Despite going through a bad situation or despite of your good times, um, you should be able to shine through them. I know hard times sometimes people kind of um, let themselves down, let their guards down, um, all in the name of wanting to be accepted. Uh, they don't feel pretty enough. They don't feel good enough. They don't feel confident enough. Uh, those uh, self-esteem issues arises. And so, um, you know, or even someone who might have had a tough diagnosis, you know, they might, they probably was told like, hey, you're only going to live for like six months or three weeks or something. Um, in those times, it's easy to say like, God, I just want to die right now. But it's in those moments that you should allow the Lord to, to come in and do the miraculous, you know. It's in those times you should allow your mind to think past um, what seems impossible, um, especially if you know God. Um, you should allow yourself to, to see past that, um, that ugly or bad situation and shine through it, like build some muscle even in that time. Allow it to... Uh, cause you to lift your head because sometimes you can want to keep your head down when you're going through. So because of uh, my life experience, uh, because of what I see others uh, that were dear to me uh, encounter in life as well, I'm like, uh, you know, I decided that, um, and you know, with the direction of the Holy Spirit, to put this together, um, to be able to um, empower and to encourage women. I am really big on encouragement. Um, it is, a, it, I believe, it's a gift that the Lord has given me, and so I use it to the full advantage that I can always encourage somebody. And so, um, put the two together. Uh, there we have shine beautifully. So whether it's what are your experience in a good time or what are your experience in a bad time, you should be able to uh, shine. Yeah. Wow. That is powerful, you know, letting your um, light shine or even building, like you mentioned, building muscles even in adversity. Because, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of people do let themselves, um, you know, kind of go, so to speak, you know, mm -hmm. in whenever they're dealing with things, you know, sometimes they look uncapped. I mean, a lot of, you know, sometimes a whole lot of things happen, um, you yeah. know, with individuals because, you know, I mean, and we've all dealt with hard um, situations before yeah. or tough situations mm -hmm. before, but mm -hmm. it's really how you deal with it what um, mm -hmm. really speaks to how um, successful you're going to be or even how you come out of certain situations. 
And so this only shows too that you know even despite what you would have gone, what you would have went through, despite your pain, um, right. whatever it is that you would have been going through or dealing with, that you decided to say, "Hey God, um, I'm going to utilize what I would have went through um, to be able to help other people." And so, you know, that's a good place to be in. You didn't allow what you went through uh, to put you in a place where as you kind of like, I, I like to say kind of almost like repeat that cycle or, you know, things happen, you know, because um, you mentioned in terms of, you know, sometimes, you know, just wondering or feeling if you're good enough. And I tell people all the time, persons have a view of you already as not being uh, good enough do not try to change their mind on that. Allow them to think however they choose to think, but you have to be okay with knowing that that is how they feel, but then also you knowing that what God says about you, which is you are more than enough. You know, you are more than a conqueror. These are the things that he says. And so I think it is um, commendable what you're doing to be able to assist others on that journey because there are so many people nowadays who feel that they are not good enough um, mm-hmm. You know, whatever they may be doing, they just feel that they are not good enough. And so um, I think this is going to or your business venture, your program, whatever it may be, or your mentorship program, however, you know, that this is something that will help others who choose to be a part of this. So I think this, I think it's, I think it's amazing. I think it's a really great thing, um, an initiative that you're doing that the Holy Spirit gave to you and that you were obedient to take it and run with it. <laughs> run with the vision that he gave you. <laughs> Thank you. Run with the vision that he gave you. Now, of course, you are, um, you know, you're a wife, you're, you know, you're in the marketplace, you're also in ministry. So how does Prophetess Angel manage to um, balance all of all of what she has going on? I know you're taking on new projects, new initiatives. I mean, there's just so much going on. So how do you manage to um, you know, oh balance all of that and stay rooted and grounded in God? Because, you know, sometimes when we have so many things going on at one time, for some reason God some, sometimes for a lot of people, tend to get neglected. So how do you um, manage and balance all of that and still remain rooted and grounded in God? Wow. That's a, that's a real question. Mm-hmm. That's a real question. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I, I firmly believe that God has to be that driving force uh, for me to do what I'm doing, honestly, because um, ministry in itself, um, it can it can drain you, and if you um, if you don't uh, find time with God, you're not going to be able to replenish. Like you're not you're not going to be able to get that in So you have to um, literally allow um, the Lord to be the driving force in um, the things that you're doing. And and if he, I mean, he, he's the one that has literally um, assigned it to you, then he should be the one who's the driving force. Um, so it, you will ultimately come right back to um, having that quality time with him. Um, you know, that, that ministry side of me, and even um, being a, a career woman and, and a wife, um, sometimes um, they are certain things that I might not uh, give much a focus on um, 
for example, like the the career aspect, um, there are certain things I might not give <laughs> that I might not give uh, much focus on, essentially because ministry and our marriage is for me right now is priority. I know there is something that um I set off to do earlier in the year, and um this is the career side, all right, and um. I, I did part of it. it it's a four-part um, uh, task. I did part of, like, one part of it. And um, I, for some some reason, find myself um, not wanting to, um, to go and get the other three parts done. And my husband keeps saying, you need to get it done because uh, it's been a minute since you've been trying to work on this thing. And um, I'm telling you uh, this because, um, trying to stay grounded in Christ, I literally uh, put that thing on hold. I'm like, I'm going to get it done before the year is through. So it means that I'm going to have to make time to get it done, right? Um, and I do not want it to come into uh, me saying yes to God because sometimes um, I might be trying to do that thing because it's going to require a lot of my time and attention. And I'm going to have to say no to some ministry things. And I know that's not what God wants. Like, no, for me right now, no matter how much I try to uh, put a lot of emphasis on the secular aspect of my life, um, I, I always come right back to God. So um, for me, that's kind of like how I stay balanced, putting uh, my focus on what is more important in this season. And uh, that is, uh, for me, ministry and my marriage, right? So um, I hope those things kind of, like, answer your question. <laughs> yeah. That is good. You know, um, how, you know, you're really saying that you have a plan. So in order to balance all of these things, you have to have a plan. And even, like, earlier you mentioned where you talk about knowing the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. You know, so, of course, depending on whatever season that you're in, you know, you mm-hmm. know, you have to give more of your time to. Um, yeah. And you know what doesn't require as much time, and so you know, so you know, so you're able to be fruitful at the same time because you yeah. want to be fruitful in whatever it is that you're doing. You know, you want to be successful, you Absolutely. want to be fruitful, and so you have to um, know the season that you're in because if you are, you know, plowing and plowing and plowing <laughs> in a season where, you know, in an area, I should say, in a season where God is saying, "Not this time." Then you're not going to yield any results. You're just going to need you're going to yield is frustration, <laughs> you know, disappointment. Um, you're going to probably be upset with God and say, "Well, God, you told me this," you know, <laughs> you know, because we all go through that. You know, God, I know I heard you, you know, and so you have to know, <laughs> you have yes. to know uh, which area you are that you are uh, designated in for that time or that season to yes. be fruitful. And so, of course, that's how you would, you know, balance it all. Like you said, yes. uh, you try, you may try, you know, come to the secular side, some of this, but you find yourself right back, you know, to the ministry yes. side. So you know that's where God has you to be able to be for yes. this time, you know. Yeah. And so um, I would hope that or pray that if you're listening in and you're like, listen, I have a hard time balancing. I'm trying to, you know, juggle all at once. You know, you have mm-hmm. to know what season that you're in. You have to know what God is saying to you at this particular mm-hmm. moment so you can ensure mm-hmm. that you are balanced. Because also there are times when you may say, okay, you you know, you might have been doing this. I need you to put that down if only for a short space of time, and I need you now to pick up something else. You know, yeah. so it's also 
being able to hear his voice and not just hear it, but be obedient. Because sometimes we, you know, we like to stay in the comfort zone. Okay, this area is working for me. I'm doing well here. And then it starts to dry up. (laughs) 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 And so that's a clear indication that listen, it's time to move on, you know. Yeah, so definitely uh, thank you so much uh, for that. Now, I know, you know, you're doing so much. You have all these great things that you have accomplished and still accomplishing as a businesswoman, a career woman, ministry, marketplace, family. Uh, What would you say is one of your greatest accomplishments thus far that you could say, listen, I'm so excited that this is what God has done for me. He's done so many, but this is the one thing that I feel that is like the accomplishment for me. What would that be? (laughs) I wish it was more than one. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was one. Oh my God. Man, listen. I I would say um (laughs) it's it's a kind of tough question. (laughs) But um I would say really being um really being God's daughter, you know, mm-hmm. um, aside from uh, being a wife, being God's daughter, um, I would say it's like my greatest accomplishment. And why is because there was a time when I, I didn't feel like daughter, you know. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't feel like daughter. And um, I'm in a place where I know I am daughter. It's like saying I'm God's son. It's like I know. And so um, because of that, Everything else in my life that has to fall into place will fall into place because um, God is now center, and um, he is a priority to me, you know, Um, in in anything and everything that I do. um, For the most part, God is like the driving force. As I mentioned earlier, like (laughs) whatever I do, it's always like, you know, if he says it, then he has to be the driving force. So it's kind of like the same thing. Um, to being in this space, I believe, in, in my life, um, it's like, wow. It's like that that peace um, internally and, and even externally. So um, I would say being daughter, God's daughter. That's good. I know for some people, you know, it's not to me feel like, oh, you know, people always say that, but it's the truth. It's something about knowing that you are his daughter and that all of the things that, um, you know, he allows in your life that he does, you know, in terms of using you, um, it, it's just mm-hmm. such a great thing. Like, you can't really always explain it. <laughs> you know? <Not> you <laughs> Yeah, you know, so it's it's a it's a it's a great thing. And so I will say to anyone who's listening in, if you may say, Well, you know, I don't know if that's possible or can that happen for me? Yes it can. You know, you just have to work on making God a priority. Um yeah. and then you'll be able to see more of his faithfulness, his love, you'll experience that the same way that you would uh with a parent mm-hmm. that you may be extremely close with, but of course, you know, because he is God, it's just so much better than what you would receive from your parents, yeah. your earthly parents. Yeah. And so um, I think that's a beautiful thing when you're at that at that space and that place when you can really say, hey, I'm God's daughter. You know, you're not, mm-hmm. it's not just something that you read in the Bible mm-hmm. or you right. read in a book, but it's something that you actually feel and you know and you experience. 
Um, and right. so definitely thank you so, so much for Bad Prophets on Gel. I'm telling you, tonight was so um, amazing. You've dropped some great nuggets. Um, and I just want to thank you so much just for coming on to be able to empower, inspire, as well as motivate our listening audience. But before you go, I want you to let them know of any upcoming events that you may have as well as how they can stay connected or get connected with you. Awesome. So um, <laughs> thank you so much, I must say, uh, before I mention those events, thank you so much, Dr. Kavara. Uh, to all of the listening audience, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I actually have um, two major um, events that I'm going to be a part of um, this summer. And uh, the first upcoming one, um, I will be in Guyana, South America, for a youth conference. So if you're listening from Guyana, um, I will be here in July. And um, I also have um, a upcoming The Young Prophets uh, Gathering 2022, which will be held here in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, and so um, that will be held on August 13th. Uh, starting from 10 a.m. to um, 2 p.m., there will be uh, on-site version as well as the online version. Um, should you be able to be a part or you want to connect to be a part, feel free to visit www.shinebeautifully16.com, um, or you can uh, follow me. I'm on Instagram. You can check out my Instagram as well uh, for information on the event um, at Shine beautifully underscore sixteen. Uh, that's at underscore shine beautifully sixteen, and the website is www dot shine beautifully sixteen dot com uh, to be able to connect in regards to the upcoming events. And I am looking forward to seeing anyone who is um, in the U.S. Uh, primarily um, Maryland, D.C., Virginia area, even Delaware. People coming from New York. Um, you know, to connect and be a part of what God is doing in the young voices' life in this time. Uh, we need to be equipped and ready for what is to come. Um, so um, feel free to connect. Awesome. So anyone, if you're tuning in, be sure to connect with her. Um, like she said, if you're in that area, especially as an emerging leader or as an emerging or rising voice, uh, you definitely want to get connected and also be a part of this event that she's going to be having. I know it's going to be amazing, amazing, amazing. And everyone, of course, thank you so much for tuning in to my faithful listening audience. You know I appreciate you tuning in every Tuesday. You're here every single Tuesday, and I appreciate you all. If this is your first time listening in, I pray that you enjoyed the show and that we will um, again, you know, also see you again the following Tuesday, and that you will continue to just be inspired. Um, this is a place where, or the show where you will be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion, you know, take um, dominion in those spheres of influence that God would have given to you, that he would have entrusted you with. You know, we need your voice. We need to hear you. Um, and we're looking for you to make an impact in those areas. And so once again, I am your host, Dr. Tavira Johnson. If you want to stay connected with me or get connected with me, you can follow me on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, there's so much stuff. The <laughs> uh, Tavara Johnson. Um, also, you can visit my website at tavarajohnson.com to see all the amazing things I have going on. If you are interested in um, leadership training, coaching, mentoring, um, you know, events, just go ahead and 
send me a message or send me an inbox. I'll go ahead and schedule your um, appointments online on TavaraJohnson.com. And so blessings, everyone. Thank you so much again, like I said, for tuning in, and I will see you next week, Tuesday. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining us.